Hello, and welcome to the Big Money Small Talk Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Edgar Hall, and today we're going to be talking just a little bit about financial education and why it is the best education you can possibly have, even better than any college diploma. All right, so I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee. I just ran a few miles. Uh, it's currently 8 p.m. I haven't been doing early morning podcasts lately. Part of the reason is I'll admit to myself and you guys, I guess. I haven't been waking up this week at 4.45 in the morning like I did for a little while and like I've been trying to. And there's no other reason than the fact of lack of a responsibility <laughs> if that's a way of putting it i've had i had a very set schedule that was keeping me of doing that and i kind of stopped i stopped i was uh i don't know what happened i don't know what happened my priorities kind of shifted a bit but anyways this episode's not about that i kind of got off track this episode is about financial education i just wanted to say a little bit about how my day was going i guess just came out of nowhere uh, financial education. I first started studying financial education when I was 18, I believe. Yes, it was 18. And I mean studying it by the fact I got the book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I was leaving to go work in Alaska for the summer. And on the flight, I started listening to it. It was actually the first book I ever got for myself off Audible. Someone had recommended it to me. And I started reading that. And uh, it kind of started to blow my mind of how easy it is to start gaining knowledge of wealth and start gaining ideas on how to create wealth. That book really lays it out in such a simple format. I mean, Robert Kiyosaki is a genius and a multi-multi-millionaire and clearly knows what he's saying. And uh he wrote that book a long time ago, and it's helped a lot of people, including myself, and hopefully you guys. My advice is go out and get a couple books on financial education. One of them should be Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, it's just a great book. You can't go wrong with it. But Rich Dad, Poor Dad led me into then uh, this book just kind of about property investing because he talks about real estate. And so that led me to... Uh, to get this book on on real estate. I'm pretty sure it's called The Book on Rental Properties by Brandon Turner from a show called Bigger Pockets. Well, not a show. It's a website called Bigger Pockets, but they're most known for their podcasts. Uh, they have one about real estate, they have finance, they have education, they have so many different podcasts. And so I started listening to all those. I bought the book on rental properties. And I just started absorbing all this information and, and started realizing, wow, you know, with every single book I pick up or every single podcast I start to listen to, every bit of knowledge I get, I get more confident. I start making more money. I, I move my money in better places and it actually really motivates me. And so my whole point of just talking about all my experiences to say it is not hard. In fact, it's cheaper, easier and more fun than any other schooling you've ever done. I guarantee it. 
it's uh, there's so many different resources out there for financial education. If you just type it on Google, you know, I want to do this right now, actually. Let's see. Where, or let's just type in financial education shows. Okay, yep. There's about a thousand different <laughs> resources just on the first page of Google that you can go to. They're all like the eight best business and finance podcast, blah, 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 all these different. The point is that it's just out there for free to obtain and start listening to. And that is the best piece of advice I can give you on how to start making more money in your life, how to start uh, changing your mindset from earning money to or working for money to making that money work for you and uh, just gaining more and more value more and more knowledge in your everyday life that's how you really get more wealth and that's what the show is all about is changing your value system in order to achieve the life you want to achieve and keep in mind wealth for everyone isn't a billion dollars <laughs> financial freedom is different for every single person. There's no number threshold you get to. So it's just whatever lifestyle you want to live, whenever your your uh, your passive income overtakes your spending, you're pretty much financially free. So if you want to buy a yacht every month, you're going to need to make a lot more money. Thus, you're probably going to need to learn a lot, lot more, and it's going to be a lot, lot harder. But it, it, let's say you just want to, uh, let's use me for example. I want to retire by the time I'm 45 with a nice house for me and my family. I'd say probably in about the, uh, well, let, well, we're looking 30 years down the line, 25 years down the line. I'd say I'd like to have about a $2 million house. Who knows what that'll be worth? But I'm envisioning a nice suburb, one acre, two acre property, you know, nothing crazy, not a mansion, like five bedrooms, six bedrooms, maybe. That's a mansion for some, I think, but not for me. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that $2 million, let's say I'm paying a mortgage of 32 Oh, no, with $2 million, I'd probably be paying a mortgage of about $5,000 a month. So just from that, let's say $5,000 a month housing, let's add all together. Let's say I'm looking at about, I'm spending $15,000 a month, which sounds fucking crazy, but I don't know. It's kind of the life I want to live. So $15,000 a month, if I have 25 properties and each one of them is cash flowing about $600 a month, I'm financially free. And so you ask yourself, well, six properties, that sounds like a lot. Ah, it's not that hard. Or 25 properties. Ah, it's not that hard. There's people out there with uh, a thousand properties that have wrote books about how they got a thousand properties. So go out, pick up a book on that thousand properties and start absorbing information. And the more and more stories you hear, the more and more information you get, the easier your goals will become. Because there are some people out on this planet, maybe you're one of them, uh, 
who wants to make billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of innovation. Usually they're not chasing money. Usually they're chasing huge growth, huge success, um, changing the world based off their, uh, there's a word on industrialism, you know, these huge industrialists, uh, Elon Musk, for example. I mean, just, I don't know what he won't do. And it's, I don't believe it's about the money. He uses money. I'm sure he likes having billions of dollars. I wouldn't mind having billions of dollars. But it's for him, it's more, he has provided himself so much knowledge on so many different areas. And he he loves to apply it. I mean, clearly, I don't think he'd be doing it anymore if he didn't love to apply it. He would have just left. But that's his purpose. Those are his values in life. And those values are worth a lot of money in today's society. And so he is worth billions and billions of dollars. And I bet Elon Musk has a lot of interviews out there and things you can start listening to to maybe encourage yourself. We've strayed a little bit away from financial education. Ah, no, we haven't. What am I talking about? We're still on financial (laughs) education. All these things lead to financial education. Just... It's it's easier than you think. It really is. You don't need to be a mathematical wizard to be a decent accountant for yourself and your own business. You really don't. You don't need to have passed geometry because I got a D- in geometry and only passed because the fill-in teacher we had for the last two months uh, liked me. So... You really don't need to be good at math in order to take good financial care of yourself and start keeping track. One of the easiest ways I have started a big change in my life was, I'm flipping through the pages right now, is I have this book that I literally have a grid laid out with seven days and four rows, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, And they're all labeled like a little calendar. And I go through and I write every single purchase I made. And then when I get money, I write plus. And I go through and at the end of the week, I have a totals column where it's like, I spent this much. I earned this much and I profited this much. This is how much I spent on essential goods. This is how much I spent on non-essential goods. And I can go back and kind of remember what I spent looking at the numbers and the days And I I get to see these numbers all laid out. And then every month, you know, every month or two you go through and you look and you say, okay, this is where I was beforehand. I actually do quarters. So about every three months I do a big review where I'm like, okay, let's see. We're sitting at, we were sitting at this much money last quarter. Let's see the percentage we've increased. Let's see how much money we've profited. Let's see, you know, how much we spent on essential goods, non-essential goods. uh, And how can I improve it? So then you go through and you make your next quarterly plan and you're like, this is my goal income. I've looked, these are the areas where I can prove it. You know, I I shouldn't be spending uh, $200 a week on going out to the bars, for example. That's not me, but I'm just saying that could be an example. I shouldn't be spending... 
you know, even $200 a month doing that, depending on what your financial goals are, you know, mine is to be a more frugal every month is I'm like, okay, where can I cut down on spending? What did I not need to spend? And so every quarter, you know, my, my goal income goes up <laughs> and my, uh, you know, my target profit goes up and my budget for the month goes down usually because there's, I see a pattern where I'm always like, okay, something can change. Something can be better here. How can I start making it work? And I, I, the only way I can do that is writing it down. I mean, there's plenty of apps out there. There's plenty of, uh, websites that you can link your card up to that literally does this for you. Some of them are free, I think, and some of them, I don't know how good they are. Some of them you have to pay a little bit of money for, but they're they're fantastic resources. I just prefer to write it down. I like doing the work. Part of the reason is I don't want to spend money on it. I'm frugal. And something just gives me a little bit of, you know, suave or something when I'm writing. I f- feel kind of sick keeping my own books and literally pencil and paper it's not even pen (laughs) and uh but there's there's resources out there if you don't want to write it down where you can pay a small monthly fee and save a lot more money i think the monthly fee turns some people away but if that resource is able to help you save let's say five hundred dollars a month for someone who's starting out to a thousand dollars a month that $30 that you pay on it or whatever is, uh, you know, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's uh, making your money work for you. you know. It's an investment. Those things are little investments. Uh, whenever you go and buy something, start thinking of it as investment or uh, a liability. You know, if I buy my phone, well, it could be a little bit of both. That's not a great example. <laughs> if I buy, If I buy this book that I'm writing in. Let's say, you know, that cost me uh, probably 10 bucks. It's a nice little notebook. It's actually pink with polka dots. Uh, I don't I don't think I'm the one who even bought it. I think I just found it laying around and it was empty and I took it. But probably, let's say, about 10 bucks. And uh, that's a $10 investment. And every single month it has been saving me like $100 more, $200 more every single month. And so... That $10 is freaking priceless to me. Anyways, we're getting towards the end of today's episode. I kind of took a different approach on this one. I liked the flow I got into more at the end. Uh, Real quick, I'll tie that all back into everything we said. Just start reaching out for ways to learn about financial education. I believe if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already do, but maybe there's some of you who just come onto this podcast for the first time uh, because you're my friend or something. Uh, Sorry about that bump. Please just start listening about financial education. Start educating yourself about it. It's free. It is. I promise you. It's free or you can spend a total of like I get an audible subscription $15 a month and I guarantee you if you read a book about financial education it will get you more it will give you more value than that $15 it's an investment 
is it a good one or a bad one? You're going to spend that money anyways. Start making your money work for you. And that all starts with educating yourself on finances. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. My name is Edgar Hall, as always. Follow me on Instagram at Edgar underscore Hall. Or you don't even have to follow me. Just message me. I just want to communicate with people, I guess. Talk about financial education. Anyways, have a beautiful rest of your day, you guys. Peace.